This week on the Rest Friends Podcast. A WWE Hall of Famer will be a judge in Canada's Got Talent. And almost all of the titles changed hands on NXT's Halloween Havoc. We also touch a little bit into the Ring of Honor hiatus news. And in AEW, Britt Baker and Ty Conti's feel gets a little childish, in my opinion. Ooh, all right, Rest Friends, let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> For the thousands in attendance, for the millions watching around the world. You know what that means, boys and girls? The Devils! Settle! Goodbye and good night. Bang! Hey, Rest Friends. My name is Edie. And my name is Teddy. And you are listening to the Rest Friends podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of craziness, hectic chisme, Best friend, there has been so much going on on Twitter. I can't keep up. <laughs> I know, no, there really have. And and all of these news make me feel like such a grown-up. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because there are things that are like, okay, we'll get into it and I'll explain why it makes me feel like such a grown-up. I want to start just talking about Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Okay. Oh, yes, please. Let's get into that. I think this is all because of the WWE draft. And Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, they are technically double... There's double championships on the brands, right? So you have a Raw championship and a SmackDown championship, which doesn't really make any sense to me. But Becky and Charlotte got drafted to the opposite brands and they were supposed to switch championships. And this did not go smoothly, because Becky Lynch was like, all right, you know, Charlotte, it's time to give me the belt. And Charlotte was like, no, this is my fucking belt. She didn't say that, right? But this is just how I, in my head, I was like watching this shit go down. Charlotte was like, no, I'm not going to give you the belt. And she like threw it and tossed it on the fucking floor, rest friend. I was like, not the title, not the championship. I was like, Charlotte, please. And while you were watching it, it seemed a little off. And I have no idea what it was, but then all of this chisme came out that after Charlotte was like, no, I don't think we should do this segment. It's a little sketchy. I don't really agree with how things are going to go down. I don't want to look weak. And they were just supposed to trade and it was supposed to be cordial and that was supposed to be the segment. And that's not what happened. How did you take this segment before you knew like of the chisme? Did you think it was yeah. fine? I was like, yikes. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Because, okay, at first it really did seem like, okay, it's their feud, of course. They're not going to want to just hand each other their belts, right? Yeah. But then, I don't know. There really was something there that before I knew the news, there was something there that when, when okay, let me put it this way. When I read the news, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, now that makes so much sense. Yeah. Because it was kind of weird and a little childish. That's what I thought at first, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, that, this is a little childish. Why yeah. Why are they throwing, why is Charlotte letting go of the belt, throwing it on the floor? And then Becky, como se lo aventó back at Charlotte, too, or whatever, you know? Yes. I was like, whoa. And then finding out the news that supposedly, you know, they have an altercation backstage or whatever the fuck it was, that argument. Mm-mm. I'm a hot mess, restaurant. Hot fucking mess. Yeah, like you said, there was, it's reported that there was like a backstage incident and the people had to be escorted out and people's voices were raised. They were ready to box it for real, put it all on the line. And Charlotte has not been 
happy with her booking lately. Reportedly, she also wanted to put Bianca over and WWE didn't want to do that. They were like, no, that's not going to happen. You're Charlotte. And Charlotte was like, well, I like Bianca and I think Bianca should win, which I'm like, okay, Charlotte. Yes. You know, that's what we wanted too. But the segment was supposedly produced by Adam Pierce and by Molly Holly, which I'm like, okay, mm. I don't think that's terrible because you know, good for them, right? Still working. Yeah. Yeah. Rumor has it that Charlotte has been pulled from all media events. So like interviews, you know, Charlotte is not doing that anymore. And I think that WWE is a little scared of what she is going to say. If she's, you know, if she's unhappy, Charlotte is not one to hold back. Yes. And you can tell also because her fiance, Mr. Andrade, El Idolo, he be on Twitter too, like talking shit, <laughs> making it known that he isn't happy with WWE, especially after that backstage dispute or whatever that was. Yeah. On the notes, I have uh, Charlotte's AEW confirmed. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> that Charlotte would want to be in another wrestling promotion? Or, you know, be an AEW with her mans. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I feel like maybe she does want to free herself from the WWE shackles mm -hmm. uh, because her mans is an AEW. You know, why, why wouldn't she? And she's also always, always, always expressed her support. Like, she's always tweeting. Like, if she's going to have a match or something, she tweets about it. You know, she does not hold herself back. Yeah. And you know she's getting in trouble in WWE. So, yeah, it honestly does make so much sense to me that she wants to leave. Um, will she end up in AW? I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of hoping she doesn't. Mm -hmm. As much as I love her, maybe someone as big as Charlotte could do amazing elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bring eyes to another promotion. But I don't know. I don't know. Listen, if, if Charlotte wasn't with WWE and she was like a free agent, I think you could have totally started, wow, the new, um, you know, yes. promotion with Charlotte yes. as the face. Could you Instead imagine? Of yes. The, the star yes. power that Charlotte has. And I feel like that audience would have just completely followed over because now I'm just like super hesitant now that it's, you know, Tessa. And like, that's not, maybe, maybe no, it is shitting on the producers and like stuff. But no, it is because they should know better. Yeah, yeah you're they right. should 110% know better. And I know that they know better because you know, this is a whole other part of the cheese. Mm -hmm. They tried to get La Rosa Negra, yeah, to what was it to perform? Yeah, I think like that, that? I think they were, I don't know if they were like trying to recruit her, or they were trying to like work with her in, in they, some sense. What they, I know they try to get in contact with her, mm -hmm. and it's like. Read in the fucking room. It, I feel like, you know how WWE says like they don't hire fans? I feel like some, this is why you would need to because people know about these things. Or maybe it's just us. Is it just us? Are we too woke in the wrestling community? Or like, I feel like we you don't, we don't tolerate bullshit. Oh, rest friend. I mean, besides the fact that we're women mm -hmm. and we're Mexican, I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. Double minorities They're, over here. <laughs> double, literally double minorities. <laughs> minorities tanks too. Yes. I don't know, restaurant man. That freaking sucks because you know what? Fuck that. They have Izzy. She's a fan. Or started off as a fan. That's true, but she's also like underage, so like child labor laws. I don't know where that <laughs> where that comes in. 
Um, <laughs> getting back to this WWE situation, I think the the draft and how they have these double championships is very confusing because if you're not actually going to at least have a match, you know, because you have the tag titles and the women's titles that are like the double. You have the Raw and the SmackDown. And over the past few years, you've just been trading titles. I remember, I think it was the New Day and Street Profits that just were like backstage and they were like, all right, well, here you go. And I'm like, come on, like I have a match for it. And I don't know, or just eliminate them all together and just have one and have them be the exception to perform on both brands. Or you need to include yeah. another like women's title in general. I don't know how to fix this. <laughs> I'm not a writer. I'm sorry. I don't know how to fix this. I don't work there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> do you have a solution? What do you think would make this work? What's no, less problematic? I, I don't even have an opinion because I don't watch WWE okay. like that. So that's I valid. really... I, I really can't put in my two cents. Okay, that's fine. Let's move yeah. on and talk about something that you can't put your two cents in. Trish Stratus. <laughs> insert her, I was going to insert her laugh. It's not her laugh, right? Um, for the theme song. I was going to do it. Great but I'm question. Not gonna, I'm not going to do it, no. No, you have to do it now. <laughs> That'll be for another episode where I'm more confident in myself. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you need a little bit of wine in your system. Yes. Oh my God, Russ Friend, if we were drinking, I would have totally fucking did it. I would have sung the whole song. <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer and seven-time women's champion Trish Stratus will be a judge in Canada's Got Talent. And I'm so excited for this. So Trish made the mm -hmm. announcement on social media. And on our last episode, we talked about how Nikki Bella was joining America's Got Talent, the extreme version, and she was going to be a host with a host, a judge with Simon Cowell. And now Trish is also being a judge, but like for Canada, but she's like actually the main, she's doing the main show, not like a spinoff. I don't know if Canada is doing like the Canada's Got Talent extreme, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but Trish is going to be uh, a judge with Howie Mandel from, you know, Deal or No Deal, but he also does, mm -hmm. you know, America's Got Talent. I think so. Yeah, right. America's Got Talent. I, don't, I, I think so. He does so many things. I'm like, X Factor? Like, what show am I trying to think of? I here? know. There's so many. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm excited. Our ladies are taking over. How do you feel about Trish's new gig? I'm so happy that she's going to be out there in the entertainment world, mm -hmm. even though it's not wrestling. Yeah. Because, I mean, who didn't grow up on Trish Stratus, really? And I bet you there's going to be so many people that are not wrestling fans anymore but they were when they were little and they knew exactly what Trish Stratus is. Yeah. That girl is going to have people watch tuning in just because of her. Like, come on. Oh At least God. us wrestling fans, if we could tune in, we're gonna. Oh, yes. Know? I don't even know where you get that. Where do we watch Canada's Got Talent? Uh, yeah, me neither. I'm but, about to find out if they do. I'm going to be a judge exactly, too. <laughs> exactly. Because let me tell you, the only reason I'm going to tune into Extreme is because of Nikki Bella. Oh, that yeah. That is it. Yeah. I want to see how know. her and Simon interact. Yes, I want to see everything. Like, how does she judge people? And I bet you she's going to be like the sweetest of, of, of them all. Oh my God. Both yeah. of them, both Trish and Nikki. Restaurant, I know you had mentioned in our last episode that you were excited to see like the things that Nikki would say, like, oh, as a, you know, as the longest reigning Divas champion, yeah. do you think Trish is going to be like, well, I was a seven time women's champion and I know that that's championship I, material? Like, I sure fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I sure fucking hope so. She can say so many things that us wrestling fans will be like. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it's crazy because there's a different audience. You know, people 
there's also yes. going to be people who didn't watch wrestling and they're going to be like, oh my God, like she's awesome. Like I want to go back and maybe like see like some of her work. Like what did she do? How did she become a champion seven times? Like, oh my God. Yeah, simply Googling Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. I want to see who this girl is. And they go on her images and see all her iconic images. I oh think. And she's so relatable as a successful businesswoman. She's a mom. She's a, a mom. real superhero she's a real superhero and i'm, I'm always gonna love her oh my goodness <laughs> I abso- absolutely she trish stratus do- is i don't know anyone that hates trish stratus right literally no i've never one. met anyone that hates her and if they do they're probably men yeah. that and they're wrong <laughs> oh duh yeah <laughs> and i'll punch them <laughs> yes so don't even if you have that opinion don't even look our way okay no don't even Please. freaking let us hear it <laughs> <laughs> all right rest friend what well, else do we have what are our other noticias rest friend we recently found out this week that we'll bring of honor announced a hiatus well i really oh, don't know what to call it because there's so many things out there but mm-hmm. apparently they're still gonna do like a last pay-per-view in yeah. november or december and then they're saying that they're not going to come back till about april 2022 mm-hmm with a whole new different look and you know just everything's gonna be different Mm -hmm. but apparently they released all the wrestlers but are still gonna be they're still gonna be getting paid till the end of the year and they're all able to already perform and wrestle wherever they want which is very 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 cool i really like that but a couple hours ago i found i found out that sinclair which is short for okay, Sinclair short for Sinclair Broadcast Group. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they dropped Ring of Honor for Wow Women of Wrestling. We were just talking about it's problematic because they have <laughs> Tessa Blanchard's problematic ass. Who, if you were listening two minutes ago, we just talked about them. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about it. Uh, I don't know what to say. Mm. If they, if Sinclair really dropped Ring of Honor for Wow, what are what are they thinking? Have they not seen the tweets by many and many of us who said we're not going to be supporting WoW? We're not going to tune in. They got a but they have to have a budget over there and very great lawyers. Um, I, I'm so sad for everybody who lost their jobs. Yeah. It's crazy. And um, I was looking at what Mario from Lucha Outsiders was posting and he said that the pay-per-view is up for grabs for All In. And, you know, I think, is you think, do you think there's a possibility that Tony Khan could probably be like, hey, I'll buy that pay-per-view from you? Well, their entire library is up for grabs. I believe starting, uh, their library starting from 2012 is mm-hmm. up for grabs. Um, obviously, that includes All In because All In was in 2018. Yeah. Um, I do think Tony Khan would buy it. Um, I just don't know what are what's behind it. Like, if Tony Khan told Ring of Honor, "Hey, I'm, uh, I want it. You know, I'm offering you this much money." I wonder if Ring of Honor would be like, "Yeah, sure, sure, here or no." First, let's let's see if someone else is bidding higher than you mm-hmm. because apparently they're bidding the library. Yeah, yeah. That so there's, that there's I, a couple I, people. Damn. I really hope. That all in lands in the hands of Tony Khan. That's it. Yeah. Or someone, obviously someone in AW, like if fucking Cody Rhodes has the money to buy it, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I will cry <laughs> if that was to happen because 
I want to own that on DVD, man. (laughs) That's what you're waiting for, the DVD? Huh? Are you waiting for the DVD? Yes, absolutely. Because the only way I can watch All In is YouTube. Yeah. I don't, you know, I was at the actual show. I didn't order it. Mm -hmm. So I don't have it in the app or anything. The only way I could literally watch it is on YouTube. And it sucks. So I really, really, really hope Tony Khan buys All In because I need it. Yeah. But... You know what the, the whole sad thing about this whole Ring of Honor thing, besides the fact that they let go of wrestlers, which is obviously the saddest part, um, was that that's where a lot of the favorites come from. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much history in Ring of Honor. So if they were to completely end it and Ring of Honor was not to come back, that would be so sad for all of these professional wrestlers mm-hmm. that have changed our lives and literally started over there or got bigger in ring of honor mm-hmm. or you know what i mean and then also for the fans for the fans that grew up watching it i don't find out of ring of honor until a couple of years back again because of sergio mm-hmm. you know but to everyone else like sergio or other fans that have been watching ring of honor since the beginning 2002 or whatever ring of honor started um that's sad because yeah. can you imagine if one day we found out vince mcmahon sold WWE and wwe is over and we would done. all probably cry Rather, we're fans uh-huh. right now or not, we would all be like, what? Like, oh, shit, but I watched that. Like, that's what I grew up on. What? That's my, exactly, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what also, it's a little weird to me. I guess I haven't read too much into it. Mm-hmm. Is it why is, why is only um, their library starting from 2012 available? What happened to everything before that? Mm-hmm. I haven't read into that. So. Well, that's going to be interesting. I... I know. I know they said that they're going to come back, but do you think they are? Do you think maybe this is it? Well, now that they said that they robbed, that they robbed, that they dropped to bring the honor for a while, mm-hmm. I don't know. What is going to happen? Who, who is going to put, is there someone else that would buy Ring of Honor? Uh, there's a lot of rumors mm-hmm. or just a lot of fans saying that it would be nice for Tony Khan to buy Ring of Honor. <laughs> but oh my God. We I don't can't know. Put this all... man has so much on his. Yes, Russ Friend. Yes. I completely agree with he's got too much on his plate and we can't yeah. keep waiting for Tony Khan to fix all of the problems in the wrestling world. Exactly. Just because exactly. he's a fucking billionaire. Like Tony's got problems to deal with on his fucking own, right? Like more women's matches. Yeah. We're, we, we're still talking about this. It's been, I don't know how fucking long a, like, what is it? A year, a little over what? a year that AEW has been around less than a year. AEW has been over, uh, has been a thing for like over two years. Is it over two years? It feels like a year. Maybe the pandemic just fucked with my sense of time. No, like, no, it's definitely been more than a year. Um, but yeah, it's like we've been waiting. Well, then we're two years waiting on more women's matches, Tony Khan. Um, I don't know. We can't. Yeah. I, I don't think this is a good idea for if he, if he can handle it, if he can find someone else to run and he would just have to oversee, I guess. But we just can't keep expecting tony khan to be like oh my god this person got fired oh send him to AEW. like we can't they can't take everyone they cannot take everyone yeah yeah no i know i don't know best friend i guess i think the best thing to do is just wait and see what's gonna happen um because i feel like we're all speculating different things so mm-hmm. we all we all want different things as and well, we all know? love speculating mm-hmm. we all we go <laughs> do we not yes yes <laughs> That's why Twitter is wrestling. Twitter is such a hot mess because we all have different opinions. Mm-hmm. We all got something to say. You oh know? yes, um, it's so funny. But 
let's move on and let's talk a little bit about something that's a little childish for me as well as Char- the whole Charlotte and Becky situation was. Mm-hmm. Britt Baker and Ty Conti were having a feud on TV and they had a match for the AEW Women's Championship. But before that match, obviously, you know, they had to do the, the great promos that Britt Baker gives us. And Ty Conti also got on the mic and she started talking her ish. But there's something that she said that did not sit well with me right from the beginning. And it's not because she's talking about Britt Baker, who is one of my favorite women wrestlers in the world, Mm -hmm. but because to me, it was just fucking weird. Why? She said she called her. Okay. She said she has no ass. Literally. She said no ass having bitch or something like that. Yeah. I was like, and then she posted pictures. What of does that have to do with anything? The action figures. Did you see the picture of the action figures? Yeah, she compared her action figure to Britt Baker's. Obviously, your action figure has a big butt. You have a big butt. Yeah. We we know that. We see that. We bitch. see it every like, week. We see it every week that you post a picture, which is nice. Thank you. Like, thank sure. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they're nice pictures. The picture's beautiful, mm-hmm. but. Why Why are you bringing up someone else's ass? Talk about your ass if you want to, mm-hmm. but don't talk about someone else's ass. To me, mm-hmm. that's body shaming. Because oh, you're literally yes. talking about someone else's behind that you don't know if Britt Baker is insecure about that. Like, I don't know. To me, that was just weird. What the fuck does her ass have to do with your... With your feud. Or you... Yeah, with you winning the women's championship, dude. Like, it had nothing to do with that. I think it was unnecessary. Um, it took me back to the days where Lay Cool was teasing Mickey James and they were calling her Piggy James. Do you remember this? Yeah. That should traumatize me, Rest Friend. Like growing up, I was like, oh my God, like if someone ever called me a pig, like if another woman ever called me a pig, like I don't know what the fuck I would do with myself. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, a lot of people don't understand that it's not only on, um, you know, it's not only on TV. Mm-hmm. We're also watching it and shit like that sticks with especially young girls at home you know or you know just young folks that are watching at home and they're like damn it, if she thinks Britt Baker doesn't have an ass then what do I have you mm-hmm. know what I mean and I don't know it's just freaking weird um I already I was I was giving Taekwondo a chance just because I really am a fan of her in ring yeah. work but ever since she was in NXT and she had her whole Latinas do it better. Oh my this God. She's a little problematic. <laughs> she, it's probably, it's most likely has to do with her upbringing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because I don't know. <sighs> Restaurant. And then Jade also got into it. Jade was also commenting and like retweeting things that Ty was saying. And I'm like, why? Why are we making this a big situation? And I feel like maybe men who were watching like, didn't fucking care. They were like, haha, it's so funny. She said Britt Baker doesn't have an ass. But like women, like we, I don't know, like I, for me, like I'm insecure about my body. So if someone on social media, like if I was a wrestler and I was fucking doing work with someone and they were like saying, commenting things about me, like say like, oh, like bitch, I want to fight you in the alley or some shit. Like don't comment right. on my body or like my appearance. No, at all. That yeah. doesn't make me feel good and it doesn't, represent you well she exactly and she should know better because you know you you're saying about people probably don't care especially the men mm-hmm. they don't i saw her i saw the com- the comments on the ties um twitter post mm-hmm. and so many people were making fun of her like oh yeah that bitch has no ass and it's like 
you have to think about that. You have followers, you have stands, you have fans that are going to go ahead and repeat exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you're saying. And, you know, people were tagging Brit. And I don't know, to me, that was disgusting. But I think Brit handled it very well. Oh, yes. Handled it very well. It took her a while to respond. Um, I can't imagine how she read them. I really hope she's okay. Mm -hmm. I really, really do hope she's okay. That didn't get her. Because Because Brit Baker is fucking flawless. She's fucking beautiful. Flawless. Beautiful. Like, man, (laughs) in person, her jacket, her gear that she wears right now. Oh my God. Isn't it best friend? Like, she's so fucking beautiful. beautiful. And And I hope she knows that. She's so perfect. Do you remember the first time um, when we were at C2E2 and Brit and Orange Cassidy walked by? Yes. I stopped what I was doing and I just looked at her. She's so fucking gorgeous. So beautiful. So beautiful. And I've never like heard a situation where she was like rude to someone. I've never seen her be like like nasty like that. Um, because you could talk shit on social media, right? But I've never right. seen her like attack someone. No, 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 no. Yeah. She knows exactly what to say. That is why I think Britt Baker is literally... The role model. Right now because a role model. that woman is so good on that mic. She does not need to talk. She does not need to say the things that Ty Conti is saying, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. I don't know if it's like, because, uh, you know, it's it's women. But do you remember, like, when Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella were feuding and they were like, oh, well... Some some of your fucking John Cena or some shit like you know some shit yeah. man. like I hate when that's also brought up like who, yeah, who cares like and then they did it at AW again when Ruby mentioned oh well yes that's Adam. exactly what I, I was, was gonna like, say oh. Ruby Soho recently did it herself and that that really did piss me off and that I saw Ruby a little bit different for a while after that mm-hmm. because. I'm like, what type of person goes out there and says shit like that? Like, to me, that's cheap heat. Yes. Very uh-huh. cheap heat. Like, you couldn't come up with um, anything else. And I don't know if it was, exactly. like, the writers of that day or, like, if, I don't, you know, I, for me, it doesn't matter if Brit was okay with it at the end of the day with, like, that comment. Because I'm like, what are we teaching? What are we showing the girls, like, watching this? Yeah, It's not okay. Represents women as a whole. Mm-hmm. It does, and them saying that it's like you're giving everyone else the okay to talk about us exactly the way that you're talking about it. Yeah, you know us as women because when you like when Ruby Soho said that about Brit, or when Ty Conti said that about Brit, mm-hmm. you're giving everyone else the okay to talk like that to not just only Brit but to any woman in the world. Yeah, you know that it's okay to. And, to bring up like the relationship that you're in, that it's okay to talk about your body. And I know that I I want to say this was a thing with Charlotte, that people were commenting on Charlotte's appearance. And that's why yes. Charlotte was also like working extra hard because people were saying shit about her, her ass. And then, you know, so she like started to work out differently and like change things because like you don't want people saying those things about you. Like you don't want someone making you feel bad. Like and yeah. like we don't know if Charlotte was at the end of the day like oh well, fuck you I want to prove you guys wrong or like if she actually did feel bad but like that's unfortunate that it even had to happen. Yeah, I literally do not know one woman professional wrestler mm-hmm. that hasn't been body shamed. Yeah, I don't know one because I have literally seen on social media um, or even on TV amongst each other you know body shame each other mm-hmm. or like I said on social media body shame them. 
It's disgusting. Yeah. And I feel really bad for them. Yeah. I can't, my best friend, I, I wouldn't know how to take something like that. That People are mean. Mm-mm. People are, would be thousand times stronger than I would be. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> but props to, to Brit for handling it so well. And for setting a good example. She didn't go after Ty and like talk shit about how Ty looked. Yeah. So yeah, I, good for her. Yeah, good I, for her. I, I love her for that. Like I said, she I handled it very well. I'm gonna put so many more extra sparkles on my Britt Baker shirt now because I've decided that that's the shirt that I'm gonna wear for um, when they're here in November. My Britt Baker shirt for dynamite. Yes, yeah, because I was gonna wear my Marco one, but I was like, I'll wear my Marco one for the pay per view. Like it's fine. For what pay per view? For the next pay per view? For full gear. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Four. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, because I have so many sparkles. I feel like Britt just needs to see them. Like, that's how many sparkles (laughs) I'm going to put on them. That she's going to see me in the fucking crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, rich friend. You get yourself noticed. Yes. All right, before we give you our thoughts on the past week of wrestling, we do have a special message from our friends at Dream Match Wrestling, who, by the way, we do have an episode with. So if you missed that, make sure you go and you check it out. Hey, guys, this is Sauce from Dream Match Wrestling. If you're wondering who we are, we're a collaboration between Miami natives Mr. Dream and myself, Sauce The concept was brought to life in December 2018 when we thought, hey, Wouldn't it be awesome if we actually created dream matches we wish actually happened? Together we work to create a brand that diehard wrestling fans could wholeheartedly embrace. We bring to life the dream matches that never happened, the ones we so desperately wish could have happened, and even the ones we demand happen now. The pro wrestling community is where our passion and our love for the sport links us together in all tracks of life. Through the support of our friends, peers, and social media following, we've been able to gain supporters and we hope to continue growing the Dream Match Wrestling to the world. But we need your help. To continue selling our designs, we need wrestler licensing agreement for our arts. Licensing is expensive, so we're asking our community for help. Starting at $1, we're fundraising to help bring our dream to the masses and our art into the hands of wrestling fans. Visit our website at www.dreammatchwrestling.shop or our Instagram page at dreammatchwrestling. Like, share, support. Thank you. Until then, goodbye, good night, and sweet dreams. Yes, Dream Duo is amazing, and you guys should check them out because they are beyond talented and they're hardworking and friend. They are just so kind, aren't they? Like... Yes, they are. They're so sweet. I just there was so a happy sweet. sigh. It was a happy sigh. We were like, "What? <laughs> what more great things could we say about them?" Because they are so kind. They're so genuine and down to earth, and they've just always been supportive of us, and we reciprocate that that support with them. and And they're fantastic, and they're, they're super talented. Yes, yeah, super supportive, and also very appreciative of our support, which means a lot. I love when people appreciate my support, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we will post their link in this episode description, so make sure you check them out. All right, so let's get into NXT and AEW, the two shows that we are going to be focusing on this episode. If you have something that you want us to watch in SmackDown or if you want to hear our thoughts on Monday Night Raw or send us a clip or something, make sure you hit us up in our DMs. But we are going to start with Halloween Havoc, 
which Chucky keeps showing up in these NXT shows. And I don't know how I feel about it, Rest Friend. Like, I know you're a huge fan of Chucky. How do you feel I am. about appearances in NXT? Like, are your worlds colliding? Are you so happy? Could you go without Chucky being on NXT? You know what? I don't mind him on there mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think that's pretty cool, especially I think my favorite part was honestly seeing everyone's pictures with Chucky because I would have loved to hold that Chucky doll, that, yeah. that good guy doll, and take pictures with it. I was so jealous of everyone taking those pictures. Um, no, yeah, I think it's really cool. Be- honestly, more for the wrestlers that were also as geek as I would have been if yeah. I, I would have been there. I loved seeing Kyle O'Reilly's picture. He looked yeah. like a, he looked like a full time dad, rest friend. Like there, um, my eyes were Lindsay's rest friend had the corazoncitos. I was like, oh my god, this is the perfect picture. Rest friend twinsies. Like, I love that. He's, oh. he's so great, and I I know they're doing it like as a cross promotion because right after NXT, the the new Chucky show comes out. What's it called? Is it just? Is it Chucky? Oh my gosh, Miss Friend, why would you ask me that? Like, I'm, sorry. No, I'm gonna sound like a fake fan. I'm so let me Ms. open friend. my YouTube TV and check, okay? Let me. Oh, wait, I think it is Chucky. Is it just Chucky? Right? I don't okay. know. Someone no, let us know in the description. Oh, it is just Chucky. It's just Chucky, right? Yeah, okay, so right. we knew, okay? We've <laughs> we knew. We fucking knew the title for this. Um, I think it's cool cross promotion. They're, yeah, sure. I, it's clever. Um, but it, maybe if Chucky got in the ring with, um, oh my God, what's her name? Lily. I think that would be so funny. Rest friend. No, thank you. That I do not support. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be fun. Like people wanted for the longest time for Alexa Bliss and Lily to be tag team champions, which I don't know how that would have worked out, but now Chucky's here, you know, who knows? Let's be playful. At least for Halloween Havoc. I think it would have been cool. Let's talk about these women's tag team championships. And this was a triple threat ladder match. And I love a good ladder match. There's a couple of matches that are like my faves. And it's like a lumberjack match. I love a good lumberjack match. Um, A falls count anywhere. I love. And a ladder match. And basically because Jeff and Matt like... They are everything when I think about a ladder match. And this match was great. Um, I was really hoping that Indy would get the championships, but because she would have been two-time, but that did not happen. But it was a great match overall. I think it was fantastic. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely go and check it out. But EO took a crazy fall in this. Did you see Rest Friend? Yes, I did. I was so scared. That was nasty, yeah. And, like, I know my girls are tough, right? Because, like, they right. for, for me, like, they could do anything. But the way that this... I was looking at so many angles that this video was shot no, in. Yes. Yeah. I know. I... You know what? Io Shirai, again, man. Props to that woman. Mm-hmm. She even knows how to take a fall like that. Like, she's, that was a nasty fall. My indestructible. would have been dead. Oh, best okay. friend. Yes. Best friend, please, like. I know that if I'm walking on the, if I'm just walking on the sidewalk and I happen to trip and I have, and I have a couple seconds to get my shit together, I'm not going to get my shit together, you guys. I'm I'm going to bust my shit, (laughs) you know, in the stupidest way possible. So a fall like that, you're Mm -hmm. sure right, man. I'm fucking, I I love her so much. 
Yeah. This was crazy. And um, someone else who was like doing crazy shit was Zoe Stark. Because at one point she was at the top of the ladder and then the ladder got pushed and she jumped from the top rope on two people. And how coordinated, how spot on do you have to be in order to pull these things off? Like not only yeah. mentally do you have to be like, okay, like I have to hit this and then I have to do this, but you're falling and you have to have your brain be thinking about all of these things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How freaking cool is it that a couple years back we we weren't watching women doing stuff like that? It's always been the men. Yeah. It's always been the Rey Mysterios and the Ricochets and the Nick Jackson mm-hmm. doing moves like that mm-hmm. and Jeff Hardy, obviously, right? And now it's our women. Now it's the women that are on TV doing crazy shit like that. Filling my heart with happiness, honestly. Seriously. And like you see now that there's going to be so many little girls growing up and be like, oh my God, I want to jump off a ladder. Because restaurant, when I was little, <laughs> I was like, I want to hit people with steel chairs, you know? And the women weren't hitting people with steel chairs. I was watching the guys do it. So now that the women are doing it, I could only imagine if I was back to being eight years old, watching the women do this. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I would have cried. I would have I, I, I think we probably... <laughs> I don't even know what my little child's heart would have felt if I would have seen mm-hmm. anything like that from the women, you know? Especially because we only grew up on WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you. Um, for, for this match, we got ch- new champions. And I guess it really is, yes. you know, NXT 2.0 because I keep wanting to say Priscilla Kelly. It's not Priscilla Kelly. Her name is Gigi now, which she picked yeah. that herself. So I don't know. Um, it's now Gigi and JC, I believe, that are the new women's tag team champions. And I'm like, okay, um, I guess if NXT really wanted to usher in a new, really like 2.0 kind of vision, they it, it makes sense that they scrapped the majority of their champions and are going in a new direction. Because now that you watch NXT, like for me, it has felt different. And my dad, like my dad, he, he tunes in and he's like, who is that? Who is that? What, what is this? What happened to my boy? And you know, like I was like, dad, Ricochet moved on to Raw like 500 years ago. Your boy is not on here. And he keeps waiting. Um, but you know, he's a fan of Cameron Grimes. He loves Cameron Grimes, which I'm like, really? I think it's like the botitas that he wears restaurant, you know, <laughs> that my dad like loves the botitas. And who else does he like? Oh, he likes Tommaso. Like, Tommaso's his boy also. Oh. Which I'm like, I get it. Tommaso's everyone's boy, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But there's just so much new talent on NXT that it's it's taking me a a little bit, you know, to get used to because I get it. There's new people. It's going to be a little while before we get, um, I don't want to, there's a word for it, adjusted to them, I guess. Yes. Um, So I'm going to, it's going to take me a little while so I can get used to watching them be on screen so I can cheer for them appropriately because it I have to like make a connection with you before I'm like oh yeah great you know like that time we went to what was it I think we went to an AAW show and there was a man who saved us from the trash cans do you remember restaurant we were gonna get hit oh my god yes I believe that was Matt Warner really saved us yes I think so oh my god yeah and that's why I'm like oh okay that like there's a little thing because our lives were saved 
we were <laughs> about to be fucking yeah. viral on <laughs> 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 shit would have been real i'm gonna see you know what it's on youtube i'm gonna see if i can find that clip and i'll post it it to is on youtube our um to our Instagram. I think that would be funny for people to see because literally I was like recording. We were vlogging guys. So I had my camera. Shit was going to go down if we got hit with this trash can and we were so close and they were in the crowd. There was so much happening. Yes. You know what? I miss going to AW shows, especially because of that. (laughs) (laughs) How close we were to the action. We were so close to being part of the action. (laughs) Yes. We, we almost were the action. Jesus Christ. (laughs) <laughs> we, we almost were the target. Yes, we were almost in the <laughs> fucking was match. Turn, they were about to hire gonna, us. It was about to turn into a tag team match. Me and you versus whoever. <laughs> I don't remember the match, but I want to say it was Men's Warner who was the one that saved us from that. And trash it was can and it being was, flown at us. And it was the guy who wears like the snakeskin pants. I can't think of his name right now, but he's got long hair, and um, I think he's like. Doing stuff with GCW, I have I have to like confirm. Oh, you, you know his name. About, it's like know. oh my god, I can't think of it right now. But um, we will post it on on Twitter so you guys can can see it. But it was was he on NXT? I, oh my god, maybe. No, no. I don't know. Rest for I I have to like double check. Okay, this. but um, yes, we do. It's it was hilarious, guys. I can't wait for you guys to see it. But let's talk about <laughs> the NXT Women's Championship. And this was a trick or street fight match, which that sounds like a very Chicago thing, restaurant. Like, what is it called again? A trick or street. Trick or street fight match. Trick or street. Yeah, it sounds very Chicago. Right? Or like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you, you could also argue that it sounds very New York. Like, you're ready to throw hands. Like, it's not yeah, trick or treat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. So Raquel Gonzalez, rest friend, I think that you are going to be happy that she was dethroned. Yes, rest friend. I she really ain't am. the champ no more. And it's Mandy Rose, which I I don't hate because I think Mandy yeah, does put in the work. She's looking a little tan, a little too tan for me these days. But I can't argue that she is good in the ring. And she does have a good presence. Um, I don't know too much you, about her mic skills, but uh, she's not at the very, very top of my list, but I'm glad that she's champion because I did think that she had a lot of potential on the main roster, her and Sonia. And um, I just don't think it was really going anywhere. So now I really yeah. hope that she gets pushed to the moon, Cameron Grimes-esque, to um, you know this new NXT. How do you feel about this? No, I am with you on that. I am not mad. I'm not mad at Mandy Rose being the NXT Women's Champion. Um, I think it's been long overdue just because she was in NXT years ago. And tough enough. To the main roster. Right. She's the first women from tough enough to be the champion in WWE. Um, So that's really, really cool. You know, I like like you said as well. I agree with you. Um, She's good in the ring. You can tell that she works hard. You mm-hmm. can tell that um, that she's really into into this, into wrestling, even though to a lot of people, she just may be a pretty face, mm-hmm. you know, because she's very hot, but she's very good in the ring. And I agree on the tanning. I wish she would listen 
to folks on social media telling her mm-hmm. that she's that she's taking it a little too far with the panning. Mm-hmm. Um, because no, she got defensive. She got very defensive when people started calling her out. And um it was it's not just any people, it's it's um, Rush friend, she's our black. color, she's a little darker than us. She's darker than us, Rush Friend. And it's you know, it's black people on Twitter telling her, Hey girl, like making fun of her and telling her, dude, you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you took it a little too far. And she got defensive. And instead of fixing the problem, here she is. And, and I get it. She, yeah. she has like a, a bodybuilding background and it's like really extremely important when you're bodybuilding and you're like performing to be tan because you can see the muscle definition better. Yeah. But we're wrestling, girl. This is not a show. Like, I mean, it's a show, but you get what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't, I don't think she's it's looking weird. good. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. I, I've, I, I've always commented on this. I've always commented on this. Sometimes a lot of these people take it a little too far with the tanning. And there's a, I, I feel like there's a line between having a nice little tan mm-hmm. and then trying to look like a whole other ethnicity, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to being proud of who we are? <laughs> What happened to you just loving yourself for skin. you? Yes. Exactly. Like, Mandy, you a white girl. Own it. Own it, girl. <laughs> I saw someone that, oh my gosh, when she was being called out for, for the tenny, for the excessive tenny, mm-hmm. first friend, someone said, and I quote, okay, and I quote, mm-hmm. she is Sicilian. Oh. <laughs> this was their defense oh. to Mandy Rose tanning that match. They were, I mean, telling what? Um, with her excessive tanning. There you yeah. go. Someone was defending her, saying, "Well, she's Sicilian," and I'm like, "What are people from Sicily, Italy, a little darker than the rest?" Or what the fuck? <laughs> you know? But that's not her that's natural color. Like, like, it's not her natural Jesus. color. Oh my gosh, I cannot. Um. Oh, what else did I have to say about this? About Raquel. I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well, maybe uh, maybe when we're talking about AEW, I'll remember. I'll be like, oh, my God, that's what I had to say. Oh, my God. Now I realized. Um, so, you know what I was telling people that she reminded me of? Do you know that episode of SpongeBob um, where SpongeBob is tanning and he is like a, like a brown color? Or is he like frying himself? Oh, it's, yes. It's, it's, like, yes, yes. Yes. it's like him and Patrick are like seeing... Who could be more athletic and they're like dipping themselves and like frying yeah like that that's yeah. what she was giving me she was giving me <laughs> um brown spongebob brown patrick it's it's bad right? i just i bad. just want her to tone it down. i know we were just talking about fucking like body shaming but this is not that is that body shaming look i apologize i'm sorry if it falls into the body shaming category that is not my intention at all. Yeah. Um, I want to say, in my opinion, it is not body shaming because mm. we are not commenting on the shape or, you know, the way her body looks. No, because Mandy's beautiful. The color yeah. of her fake tan. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it. we're just, it's, I know, well, I, know we're, I, know, I know we're talking about her appearance, but it's just, it's not going in the right direction, Mandy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, like I said, like I said, there's a line. I know, yeah, they, yeah. There's having a, a nice tan mm-hmm. and trying to look like a whole other different ethnicity. Seriously, because mm-hmm. there's, um, the, I've seen her have like a, a regular tan, and she looks great. I mean, Mandy would look great without a tan anyway. So, man, I, I love, 
I love us people that I love I love people that embrace the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if you're pasty white. Like, look at Paige. She looks great, and she's a pasty white girl. <laughs> but she mean. is beautiful. You know, we're all beautiful, whether you're pasty white or not. Mm-hmm. Like, we're like, all look beautiful. At, but... Look at Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is beautiful, and right? that That's man, you can look at ginger. everywhere he's been hit in a match. Like, he will write up right away. You know, same thing with yes. Sheamus. Sheamus is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, people, I hate people be cheering and they be saying inappropriate things. I'm like, how fucking dare you? First of all, sit down. You're ugly. You don't know anything about them. They're gorgeous. And that's what I feel about wrestlers. All my faves <laughs> are gorgeous. I'm sorry. It's because I'm, of course I'm, I'm thinking about, your faves are gorgeous. Yes, I'm thinking about like every time somebody says like, oh, Seamus is ugly or Seamus looks stupid or like anytime, you know, people say like, I know we talk shit about the Young Bucks when they were coming out like with their mustaches and like their beards and stuff, but like they're still gorgeous, you know? Okay, but we can talk about the Young Bucks because, for, look, the Young Bucks are my favorite. Like, literally, my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, we're almost best friends also. They don't know, <laughs> they probably don't even fucking, bear, they probably barely remember me, right? But we're basically almost best friends. I mean, best friends. I mean, yeah, best friends. <laughs> and best friends. Um, I can totally say when Matt or Nick look ridiculous, you know, because... That's what they're going for. And we're not, yes, yes, exactly, because that's what they're going for. And we're not shaming them. We're just saying, haha, mm-hmm. y'all look funny. But it's not, it's not with hatred. I mean, we're totally that we're saying judging. It. Yes, but it's not with hatred. It's not from a, a bad no, place. No. Like when oh, people like really be cheering this, these crazy things. Okay, yeah, no, now that we're talking no. about AEW, let's just move on and talk about AEW. Let's move on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only things, okay, yeah. disclaimer, the only things that I saw about, um, this was the Ghostbusters outfits, which I loved because it was giving me, uh, I'm rewatching Stranger Things with my mom and we're on season two. And season two yeah. is when the guys, the kids go dressed up to school as the Ghostbusters. And I was like, oh my God, Stranger Things vibes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that that's what, yeah, I well, that's what I saw. AW Dynamite this Wednesday started, first of all, mm-hmm. First of all, let let me let me bring I mean give our followers the news that apparently the West Coast wasn't watching AEW Dynamite live or anything, even the, any WWE show mm-hmm. live. I this whole time I thought these people okay, so wrestling shows usually start at 7 p.m. for us here, right? Like mm-hmm. SmackDown, Raw, Dynamite starts at seven, except Rampage starts at nine. Um, so I was thinking, damn, everyone in the in the West Coast, California, Nevada. They're watching all of this at 5 p.m. Like, damn, that's very early for wrestling, right? Oh my God, yeah. But no, I just found out that they had to wait till later, literally, literally after the show was done for us live. The West Coasters had to wait. Do you want? I have no idea. So I I knew this because um, a lot of the times when the show's on, I would like message Lo, who lives in Vegas, and she'd be like, yeah. "Oh, it's not on here yet." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" So you just get spoilers? That that didn't make any sense to me. Like, how? That is so sad. This is, that is, you know, after I read that, well, after Tony, Tony. Uh, Tony? <laughs> I can't even speak to it. Tony and after Cody. Tony tweeted that. I, um, oh yeah. I was like, okay, now it makes so much sense. But a lot of them say, hey, no spoilers. Or they're gone throughout the duration of the show. And then next thing you know, they're on Two hours social later, media. yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, that makes so much sense. But anyway, the show started off with CM Punk, a match between CM Punk and Bobby Fish. 
Um, CM Punk defeated Bobby Fish. And let me say real quick, restaurant, that I am not a fan of Bobby Fish by himself. <gasps> I'm not a fan of Bobby Fish, period, for a reason. Mm. But Bobby Fish by himself is so bland to me. Rest friends. That's that's too mean. That I'm, is too mean. I'm sorry. I have too much invested in Bobby Fish because you know how long it took me to freaking learn the names of the other members of the Undisputed Era? Like yeah. forever, Rest Friends. That whole semana that we were at Survivor Series, like I was super invested in figuring out which one was which. And Bobby's first match that he had, I think was against Daniel, Brian, you know, Brian Danielson. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought that was great. Like, I mean, oh my good. goodness. Um, he's not bad. Yeah, he he's not bad, but I th- I think he's he's got my interest more than a couple of other guys on the AW roster. But that's just for me. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, no, he's very bland to me. Without without Kyle O'Reilly or or Roderick Strong, to me, he's whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. like I said, CM Punk defeated him. CM Punk brought back the long boys, oh, like I he was... likes to call them. I he, I, I think he really thinks he's doing something. I'm like, Sam Punk, you're doing nothing because we all want you back in your trunk. <laughs> like, you know? Russ Brian, I'm fucking dead. Um, because I completely agree with you. I hate those goddamn pants. And they're not even cute. If they were maybe cute pants, I would get it. But just put your trunks back on. Sir, you have nothing it, to be saying. ashamed of. I don't know if it was like maybe he didn't want to clash and both be wearing trunks because Bobby Fish was also wearing trunks. But like, who cares? And I like, think at this point, he's just doing it to troll us. When, like, sometimes he comes out. And, and, and you know what shook me, too? That he, it was like, oh, it's CM Punk's first match in Dynamite. And I'm like, what? And this shit blew my mind. Because I was like, well, I've already seen CM Punk. But oh, that was yeah. at a pay-per-view. And I'm like, I've, I've never, I never, it never clicked. I'm like, what? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it, if for some wild reason... CM Punk was like, oh, well, this would be a great chance to put out my trunks. Sir, get those trunks back to what's her name? Sandra, right? The one who yeah. does all her, get them to Sandra ASAP so she can work miracles with that. And I don't, Oh, the long boys. Yes, yes. Because yeah, yeah. it's just not working. No, it, not it's not working, working for any of our eyes. We, we want the trunks. Yes. CM Punk. Excuse me, senor. We're going to find you. We know where you live. We when like- we meet him again, mm-hmm. best friend, because we met him twice at C2E, so y'all, not to, not to brag. Not to brag, guys. But. Not to brag, but we met him twice. Um, And we're, next time we meet him for the third time, we're going to tell him, look, the long boys are not it. You, you're trying to make them happen, and they're not going to happen. You need to stick with the trunk. He's going to be like, you guys can go fuck yourselves. Who the fuck are you? Who are you? You know what, speaking He's going to be like, are you guys the rest friends? I remember signing your fucking autograph. You fucking weirdos. That's- <laughs> he would never. Speaking of CM Punk, though, I posted rest friends. So my mom's clinic is uh-huh. very, very, literally a block away from the United Center, which mm-hmm. is where CM Punk debuted for um, AEW, right? Yeah. And every time I'm there, because I've been taking my mom there like two times a week, every time I'm there, I'm like, oh, look, house of CM Punk. And I'm like, I'm going to post this shit on my social media. All my basketball fan friends are going to be butthurt. Mm-hmm. Butthurt. What is the first thing they do, restaurant? When they see my Snapchat, mm-hmm. they respond to it and they send me emojis. Or they're like, um, no. I'm like, you see, you butthurt little fans. Like, 
because they've never met their face because they don't have an autograph best friends they're all literally sitting like nosebleed basketball games like relax anyway like he doesn't even know Um, you he knows us fucking how dare you (laughs) he knows who we are and another good match well another match that we had and it was very good was Sammy Guevara versus Ethan Page for the TNT titles. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy Guevara did defeat Ethan Page, which is, I knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a very good match. I always, always love seeing Ethan Page on TV. Mm-hmm. I think that man has it all. Um, I think, or I hope one day he can actually have that TNT title because to me, he has the charisma, the looks, and the in-ring work yeah. to hold the TNT title. Um, do you want to say anything about them? I am a huge fan of Sammy and I really like him as a champion. I think he's yes, fresh. I, I think so. he's very innovative. And I think for the brand, I think he, he represents well. So yes. I, 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 yes. I did think this was a good match. Um, yeah, I like Ethan too. It's, it's, it's hard when you have like two people who like you like and you're just like, oh shit, well, who do I root for? Like, yeah. What do I do in this situation? Um, yeah. I do want eventually Colt to be added into the title pictures because maybe I'm being biased because That's he's it. from Chicago. That's our Chicago boy. But um, no, no, no. He's great. He's great. Yeah. I yeah. get that, Rusford, because someone like Colt Cabana that has been in the business for a very long time definitely deserves to finally be in a title picture on TV. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you're right. I would love to see that myself. I think the thing with Sammy Guevara, too, is that, yeah, he does represent, um, I guess, a fans in so many ways. He's young, mm-hmm. he's Latino, and he's a No Sabo kid. Like, he is a No Sabo kid. That should correct all me. the oh. No Sabo kids. And you know what? I say that with love because I have nothing against Hispanics or Latinos that don't speak Spanish. I don't. I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, learn Spanish. You know, mm-hmm. I am not like that. Um, good for you, no sabo kids. You know, mm-hmm. you just want to learn a little Spanish. Restaurant Teddy is here. <laughs> we um, will be supportive. But I just thought it was so funny when he won, and people were like, "Oh, Latino representing." I was like, "Yes, a no sabo Latino." Yes. Cool. yes, he won't be able to talk to you in Spanish, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we've seen him try on TV. I don't know. I don't want to talk horrible. about those moments. Jesus. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about it. So let's move on. Let's move on to bigger, better things. Well, this was 50-50 better because we had a match. Um, we had Hikaru Shida versus mm-hmm. Serena D for the TBS Championship Tournament. In, in a TBS, TBS Championship Tournament. I'm sorry, <laughs> I cannot speak. Um, Shida won. She defeated Serena D, which I'm glad. And that's all I'm going to say because I really have nothing to say about Serena D. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love Shida. There's nothing that Shida can do that I will hate. I love her haircut. Exactly. I think she looks her haircut. Oh my gosh! Yes, beautiful. She's so perfect. She's so perfect. You know what I did hear though? Um, a cheesement on social media that she was very unhappy how she was booked as a champion, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, okay, I don't disagree with her. Yeah, and and you know what? I yeah, I I completely see that. And she, you know, the the women's title is very very new, and AW very very new, so. I, I just think no, there was a little bit more things. Like, you know, I can only give them a pass on so many things. No, 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 no. When it comes to the women, definitely AEW has a lot of room for um, 
what do you call it? What am I trying to say? Room for improvement, room for growth. Room for improvement and growth. Literally both of those things because they're doing the bare minimum and that is not enough. Mm -mm. That is not enough. We need more. And we especially, especially needed more. Well, Riho. Um, oh, man, Riho. Riho. Um, Nyla's Nyla. run was a, a little bit better. A little bit better. Yes. Um, yes, but it still could have been way better. Yes. So Riho, Nyla, and Sheeta's run as champions definitely could have been better. Especially Sheeta because we were in the middle of a pandemic, you know, in the middle of a lockdown. So I understand why she feels that way i'm with her and like i said it's still not that much better they still have to improve a lot when it comes to our girls um but moving on john maxley also had a match against 10 from the dark order in a world tighter eliminator tournament which is let me tell you when they introduced this tournament it confused me a little (laughs) because um i was like okay we're already gonna have Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega, right? Um, main event full year. We've been doing this for so long, even before they confirmed it. And I was like, what is this World Title Eliminator Tournament? When are they going to fix the um, face the winner, you know? But um, John Moxley did defeat 10, which, you know, I saw Surprise, coming. yeah. Um, but it was, actually, it was also a good match. Uh, 10 is not bad in the ring at all. He's he To me, he's improved a little bit from the last time that I had seen him. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that I'm seeing a little bit more of of 10 because I watch BTE every now and then, but I don't like keep up with it like religiously like when they come out. Um and I've just started seeing more of him in Roads to the Top, which I'm like, "Oh, that's nice." Like he's really put, <laughs> putting in work. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last thing I want to talk about was was literally my favorite part of the night. <laughs> the main event. <laughs> the main event, we got the Dark Order versus versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. And every single member of the Dark Order and every single member of the Elite were in costume. Um, on the Dark Order, we had Evil Uno as a cowboy, John Silver as Bambi, Cabana as Brandon Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> um... All of them were just uh, look, looking goofy, but so good at the same time. And then you have the elite, Adam Cole, Bebe, Kenny Omega, Matt and Nick Jackson, Matt and Nick Jackson <laughs> come out as um, they were they, they were just they were dressed up in the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you call the it? The jumpsuits. The jumpsuits. There you go. And first of all, the entrance was cool as fuck. <laughs> they had a different theme song dedicated and close to the ghostbusters theme song yeah. it was so cool man mikey ruckus is a genius a musical genius. genius he said the he said he did that very last minute very very last minute that's so crazy to me but um anyway they they came out had a very very good match against each other and there was such great storytelling in this run it was also comedic, very comedic. I was laughing a lot. I don't know if it's because I was stoned, but I was <laughs> laughing a lot. <laughs> but there was such good storytelling. I noticed, and I know a lot of other fans noticed, Kenny Omega being a little, a little shady towards 
a little snooty. Um, Adam Kolbebe, mm -hmm. as we have been seeing for a couple of weeks now, you could tell that, you know, there's still something a mm -hmm. little there. Obviously, he doesn't want Adam Kolbebe there. And I can't wait for that to develop because he did kill Adam Kolbebe on ETE. Yeah. He killed him, you know? He poisoned him and, you know? So, um, I love seeing that. I also loved it that when finally, when Hangman Page removed the... the his like mask. What is the character? What he was wearing. What is the character that he just put back? Russ friend, you are asking the wrong person. No, I was gonna say the marshmallow man. <laughs> it is on the tip of my tongue. It's the something like that. I don't the, know. The, the, he looks like the Mitchell. I don't man. know Ghostbusters like that. Did huh? you watch Ghostbusters, Russ friend? When I was very little. I don't remember watching Ghostbusters. So, I honestly don't. So, if I was to watch it, I wouldn't know what to tell you what's going on because I'm not a fan of it. What is this? Um, I'm looking. I'm looking it? at pictures and like the picture pops up, so I know. Like I saw the pictures that Hangman was, and I know what character it is. I just don't know what. Someone help us out, oh. <laughs> <laughs> please! Someone help us out. But you guys know who we're talking about. So he like unmasked himself, right? Was this? Yeah. So he came out with the elite then. Or like he just showed up. He came out with the elite. Okay. Everyone thought it was Brandon Cutler because oh, okay. with the Dark Order, the Dark Order, they had a horse. I hate out. them. And I hate them so much. I guess much. they were trying to make it seem like, oh, for people to think that that's Hangman Page and, you know, that marshmallow dude or whatever uh -huh. was Brandon Cutler. Oh my God, if we're so wrong, people are going to be judging us. People so are going to be like, these people. What do they want us to do? Fake it? Yeah. It, yeah what is it? it the the stay, stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. So we were right. We said Marshmallow. Okay, Marshmallow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Good for us. We're still going to get a um, congratulations. I feel like I'm, I hear it already. Mario from Lucha Outsiders. Oh, 100%. When he hears this, he's going to be like, I can't believe you, best friends. And then he's going to give us a congratulations. <laughs> oh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I don't Hangman removed the mask, whatever the thing was on his head, right behind Matt Jackson because everyone else from the elite was outside of the ring that had gotten beat up. Mm -hmm. The only one standing was Matt. So there comes Hangman behind him, which again, the storytelling because Matt had done so many bogus shit, so much bogus shit. Yeah, to to Hangman on BT and on TV. So good for him. And obviously, that got me very hyped. For yeah. Full Gear's main event. Very, very hyped. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I think that was a great match. Like our boy Ryan from the Lucha Outsider said, if you didn't enjoy that, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't <laughs> know what to tell you. Because that was both entertaining and also very fun to watch as a pro wrestling fan. Yeah. And you know what? I think I, I want to say that I saw um, Brian Danielson say something on social media. Um, or like he was on an interview or, or something that he said that when you watch AEW, you're going to get a lot of wrestling. You're going to see a lot of wrestling, um, probably more wrestling that you will in watching all of WWE's shows, which I a thousand percent agree because since the beginning, I've always said WWE is a bit more theatrical while AEW is more athletic, like performance. Um, that is... That yes, that is exactly why a lot of fans, including myself, mm -hmm. do consider WWE to be sports entertainment mm -hmm. and AEW more of pro wrestling. Yeah, and yeah. I yeah, and it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That, that, that's 
that's what we grew up to love. Yeah. Literally, you know, for everyone else that was literally looking for more of the, you know, the, the in-ring action, they were watching the, the indies and impact and stuff, shit that I didn't know about because I was watching WWE crying, believing all the theatrical, all the theatrical stuff that they were <laughs> giving us, you know, all the stories, all the times that they messed with Vince McMahon and... You know, Russ friend, the hold that WWE had on my childhood was fucking wild. No, seriously, it's insane. When YouTube started, I remember when YouTube started, um, and WWE was very on and popping. I think there was like the storyline where like CM Punk was like with Maria. I think they possibly maybe would have were dating in like real life. And like, do you remember they that storyline that that Trish and Jeff Hardy had? Well. It was like people were making these stories and making YouTube videos and just writing out like novelas on YouTube. So I would get my ass up at six in the morning because that's when these things would upload. And I would watch like someone write these crazy stories about WWE. And this would be my entertainment on YouTube. Like That is so funny because I would watch videos on YouTube that were giving us the cheese like supposedly who, you know, uh, Melina was dating, uh-huh. you know. I no, that is. I was gonna say that is how I found out about the whole Melina. The thing oh. though, that was from Sergio. That was from Sergio. But I do remember watching those YouTube videos where they were like, "Yeah, Maria Canellas and mm-hmm. CM Punk dated, and then CM Punk dated Lita, and CM Punk dated the yeah. Phoenix, and you know." And then he finally found AJ. And then the whore. Crazy. Um. Crazy. But yeah, I, I understand. I, I remember you telling me about those YouTube videos and I was like, well, Wattpad on YouTube? Yes, Wattpad <laughs> on YouTube, best friend. I literally still have to find, I'll find one and I will send it to you. Or we could watch one together and react to it. Best friend, I think we need to do that because honestly, you're right. I'm going to find my favorite one. Like the one that I think is like, the, I, I think there's one specifically that I remember, but these videos had a hold on my life. I was here for it. I was invested and I feel like I just connected to them because they were so much like a novella. And that's yeah. why I really loved WWE when I was growing up because it just, like, I would watch my novelas and then I would watch WWE and a lot of things just clicked. Just WWE had wrestling in it, but it was, like, the yeah. same love stories, the drama, the cachetadas, rest friend, like, the, <laughs> the heated <laughs> women tell. fighting. Like, it's all a novella. It's all a novella. So... Literally. Yeah, that's our next... Yep, that's rest it. Friend. That's our next video. We were... We were literally children finishing watching our novelas with our parents and then go straight to watching Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. or SmackDown. You know, m- more literally más novelas, más <laughs> drama. Like, y por eso, you know, y por eso nos juzgan por ser chismosas. No, 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 chismosas. We literally grew up on novelas and WWE. Oh, yes. And Rosa de Guadalupe. Like, you think we're not going to oh, be la- having epiphanies mm-hmm. every day? <laughs> for real la rosa like mm-hmm. oh my gosh you're so right mm-hmm. and there's so many other things that i can <laughs> say that we watched yes and definitely fight into us being a ch- being chismosa besides cuando nuestras mamás se juntan rich friend you Best know friend. Mm-hmm. i'm not gonna call them chismosas i would never disrespect them like that um our moms are not chismosas um, they just like they to know what's on are... and popping yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah i totally get you yeah Okay, we have to make sure all. we have to make sure that our moms don't listen to this episode. <laughs> like they can't be supportive. Oh, no, this day. Chismo- 
you know, they'll be like, nos dijeron chismosas. We'll ¿Qué like, andan diciendo de nosotras en el, en el podcast? Ay, no, mija, es que en el rancho, oh, restaurant. I, first of all, in the rancho, they don't be listening to restaurants. I'm going to tell you this. I know this for a fact, okay? <laughs> I feel like I feel like our moms think that family members are going to find out about every little thing we do. They that have we like say. that fear that obviously they don't want anyone to talk shit about their children, right? Of course, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be telling my mom like, oh, I don't know. I'd be making little comments and she's like, and she'd be like, no, I don't want anyone to find out anything about my family. Mm-hmm. I don't need people talking shit about my family. And I'm just like, damn, okay, mama bear. Okay, protective. Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like her. Sounds like a mom. Sounds like a mom. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Rest Friends podcast. Rest Friend, let them know where they can find everything Rest Friend related. Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, at Rest Friend. Like always, our link tree is in our bio where you can find the links to all of our social media and uh, our YouTube and our merch, mm-hmm. which none of you have bought. And I'm very upset. You're all fake. Okay, have bought recently because we have had orders. But oh, yeah, you're not right. Recently. recently. Yes. Um, but I do have also a special request to ask of you, Rest Friends. If you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, we are only nine followers away from 600 subscribers. And I could still remember when we made our video announcement, Rest Friend, for when we had 100 subscribers. I and know. my heart is just so full. Like, we're so close. Like, I really want a thousand by the end of the year. I don't think that's going to happen, but I will totally be okay with like 605, 607. Exactly. You know, exactly. Maybe a 773. Oh. That would be iconic because that's our area code. Maybe a six six six. Okay. Oh. Okay. We need we need to really work on this. We have goals. Yes. We have goals, guys, and we're yeah, trying to we, accomplish. We have absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you have not subscribed yet, please go do so. Share our videos. Share our YouTube page just in general. Maybe someone that you know doesn't know rest friends, but they like wrestling content, and I think we have a pretty good amount of diverse videos we have everything from makeup to like um our reaction videos we have interviews we have unboxings vlogs we have so much content rest friend i think that's something that i take pride in is that we just don't have one type of video on our youtube like i think there's a video for everyone on there like if you don't like one thing in specific then you would like something else Mm -hmm. i agree But that has been this week's episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. And we look forward to your feedback, to your subscriptions on YouTube, and to your purchasing of our merch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will listen to you guys. We will listen. We will talk to you guys next time, right? That's what I want to say. Yes. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.